The Premier League Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Shady Rays. Go to shadyrays.com. Use the code SGPN for 50% off two or more pairs of polarised sunglasses. We're also brought to you by the NBA Playoff Survivor Challenge. We're giving away $250 cash and a $100 gift card. Sign up today exclusively on the SGPN app. Welcome, everybody, to the Premier League Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. My name is Malcolm Bamford, coming to you from Newcastle upon Tyne, up in the northeast of England. Today is Thursday, April the 13th, and we are here to have a look at the games that we'll cover this weekend, Saturday the 15th through to Monday night the 17th. Joining me from somewhere in Nottinghamshire is Mr Barry Penaluna. Hello, Baz. You know, Malcolm, how are we doing? All right, tremendous. How are you? Yeah, not bad, not bad. Getting back to the uh, daily grind of uh, nine to five working again, aren't I? After a 10 day stint off over the Easter, it's a bit, uh, it's been a bit grim. Definitely yeah, that is a bit grim, Baz. You know how it is. Well, you yeah, know. I've. Well, no, you're doing actually. <laughs> other people tell us, other people tell us what it's like. Hey, I was at a wedding on Tuesday afternoon working, Baz, fingers to the bone. Uh, it was terrible, uh, really weird. I mean, that was the Tuesday after the long weekend as well. Like, I don't think any of the guests, I think all the guests were furious about it. What a really weird day to pick. Like, and they were all telling us, obviously, they then had to go to work on the Wednesday. I'm um, hungover of all things, so yeah, that was a bit odd. Um, have you ever been on the dark web, Baz? No, I haven't. Have you? Haven't you? No, no. Just to keep that stuff quiet. That's the whole I idea. Know what, I know. I've heard you can get cheap train tickets. All right, where are you going? Like, well, anyway, if I get them, <laughs> <laughs> I've got anywhere in mind. Like, probably cheap. I mean, like, I mean, you'll I'm to, like, you have to put a call out to the listeners. I'm sure. One of our degenerate listeners has definitely been on the dark web. Uh, Probably. So I, I reckon uh, someone could uh, private message you, that sort of thing. Like, don't get I me involved. We'll, we'll, get some, we'll get some. We'll get some. We'll get some. We'll do a live show on the train, Baz, if we manage that. So that's something we could be getting on with. Um, and this week's Twitter algorithm, Baz. So for about two months, it's been obsessed with showing me non-league Scottish football um, team news and um, birds dressed up as Slutty Velma from Scooby-Doo. That's all I've had. Well, it's changed this week. That's gone. And it's been replaced with... Do you want to have a guess? It's been replaced with two things. Do you want to have a punt on what's replaced it? What it thinks I'm interested in? Uh, air fryers. That's <laughs> not a bad guess, actually. I would say... I would, I'd have a look at that. I'd be interested in the air fryer. You should work for Elon. No, and um, spiders... Like big scary ones, like attached to bananas and that in the shop, or like woman found a spider in a washing machine and it bit her arm off and something, or like pe- fights, people fighting, like you know, like fat people in America having a scrap in a yeah. like a McDonald's or something, that sort of thing. So they're the two things that now thinks they've taken over from uh, from like Oki Loki. Is that something that strikes? It doesn't bother us one way or the other. I'm just have no interest. It, it inspires no emotion in us, Baz. I'm not a big fan when they're like crawling around here. Um, I'll come and get Betty to come and dispose of them. But like a picture of a spider near a banana, that's neither here nor there, is it? I mean, as you know, I'm, I've been on the TikTok lately. 
and uh, <laughs> you have been on the TikTok. That's, that's even worse for for the old algorithms. Like yeah. as soon as you watch one video from start to finish, and it's only a 30, 40 second video, so something catches your eye, they know it's caught your eye, and then you just get bombarded with it for days and days and days. Um, so yeah, just loads of slutty birds with their fucking clits out and stuff like that. Oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not out, but where you, you know, you know, the not, camel toes. just not in. Lots, lots of camel tours lately. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh yeah. shit, that took a turn. We were on spiders <laughs> with bananas twenty-five seconds ago, Buzz. And uh, uh, honestly, all that's happened is I've obviously taken an interest in one. And now, <laughs> it happens. Now I get bombarded with a dear. Right? <laughs> well, that's what do? happened to a slutty Velma of Scooby Doo. I think. It was like what Halloween. What you have to do is quickly scroll past them when they come up to make out like Ah, right, okay. Even though you are. So you have to try and get that out of the algorithm by swiping past stuff that you maybe want to pay <laughs> Well, that is a tremendous start of the show. Um, I very much enjoy that. Um, it's better than, uh, than the picks I made this week, Baz. Um, I've written down here, I have got no idea what I'm talking about uh, with European football. I think the weeks that I did pick some winners were just lucky. Um, and yeah, I've got no idea. Luckily, you did okay and you kind of saved the week for everyone uh, by, if we go back to Monday, um, you went a little bit mental in the Notts County v Wrexham game, uh, which yes. was of no help to our American listeners because they couldn't bet on the National League, they were telling us in the Discord channel. Um, but A, what a great game of football that was. I did watch it. Um, it was fun. And B, tell us all about your bets, Baz. Yeah, so you put this out as a little bit of a bonus for the Sony having four Champions League games. And we, we covered the Man United game. That, that's currently in play at the moment, 2-0 to Man United, which isn't great for my under 2.5. Um, but I put it out because it stood out as a game. And it was a game which the Americans will probably be a bit confused by because they don't get all this lower league stuff, do they? They, they just they can't compare it with anything they've got over there. Um, so what is it? The fifth tier of English football? Um, but there was a lot of interest in it, wasn't there? It was live on, on national TV um, on the Monday. And... and Lots and lots of people who would have normally have no interest in that league were watching it because there was no Premier League football. It was a bank holiday after Easter and uh, lots of interest. So I, I liked it. I, liked well, I saw some some people tweeting out graphics that it got more, it got higher viewing figures than the Liverpool Arsenal game the day before. Um, now I don't know if that was wishful thinking or what, but the, or if they'd sort of fudged the figures. But yeah, it got certainly got a lot of people. Yeah, it had massive interest and. Um, you know, it, it, it piqued my interest because I thought it would have loads of goals and turned out exactly as planned. Uh, I told people to get on the over two and a half at four to five. That came in. Three and a half was two to one. Over four and a half was five to one. And it was 12 to one for six goals or more. And we were three, two in the 93rd minute as a penalty. And we nearly get to the very top rung of that ladder. Uh, and Ben Foster goes and saves it, doesn't he? At least a foot off the line. Should have retook it. Not that I'm bitter, um, but yeah, good to get up the up the ladder with that one. Five to one winner for over five, uh, five or more goals. Sorry. So yeah, got yeah. off to a good start to the week. Um, it, it did. Yeah, the the, and, the and other thing about that game, Baz, that jumped out for me was you've just said about the Ben Foster thing. Um, it didn't all flow without VAR because there was loads of those yeah, things. That, uh, the free kick for the first goal was a bit dodgy. Um, the 
equaliser for Wrexham looked like a foul on the centre-back. Uh, there was then the penalty, which, to be fair, right. it was a great call by the right. ref. The referee, he, he stopped, he waited, didn't he? Just give him some yeah. seconds, think it through, and then... I didn't think he'd give it. Well, the Notts County no one did. Think he'd give it because nobody no. celebrated a penalty. But he thought it through. He thought it in his own head. He didn't need anyone else telling him. Pointed and and it was we, we all seen it was a clear handball. And yeah, you're right. It flowed so much better. Um, we almost long for those days back again. Do anyway. You can just celebrate a goal when it crosses the I, line and the yeah. referee points to the centre spot. You celebrate it. You enjoy it. And and that's that's it. I'm watching Liverpool v Arsenal in the League Cup. I think it must have been last year before they had VR in the League Cup. And it was that finished five all or something stupid. And again, just totally and utterly different thing. Like, but yeah, we do sound like old men shouting at clouds, so uh, we'll leave that there. Um Champions League Tuesday Wednesday. I went over for four. Um in answer, I'm looking back at the results. They all seem obvious. I don't know how I haven't gone four for four. I, I think I got cute. Last night, you'd gone two for, for four, and I'm thinking to myself, how? Done that? That's, yeah. I, I understand. Don't get me wrong. I don't think many people <laughs> are taking... No, not many people are taking into Milan and AC Milan both to win those games. Yeah, um, fair enough. I mean, there was, there was ways you could have played it. I was sort of kicking myself a little bit. Not going for the unders. I, I did mention in the Benfica Inter game about the unders for, for Inter... Really, really good defensively, um, but the other two, yeah, I mean, they went, they went as you would have expected. Well, yeah, I mean, no one would have necessarily put up a three 0 Man City, but but not many people were tipping the unders, were they? <laughs> well, yeah, that was it. So I went for the unders in that one, and then I took Benfica. So obviously, that went a bit pear shaped, and then I took Chelsea to score a goal. I went both teams to score, and they never looked like scoring a goal. And I took what was but, the other But again, that, that's the one where I, I don't know what you're thinking. No, Napoli. They've never, they've never looked like scoring a goal for the last month. No, exactly. And then Napoli um, to win, which a lot of people could have took. But the two teams played each other two weeks ago, and they seem to hunt them 4 0. Um, so the clues were there, like, but um, yeah, I wasn't even close. And, but yes, it's something, Baz. Um, I couldn't even watch it because the subscription on the dodgy fire stick ran out and I couldn't get it on the telly. What, what, I mean, Anything, any comment you'd like to make about that, Bas? I don't know anything about uh, dodgy fire stick, Malcolm. I can neither confirm <laughs> nor deny in a public domain the existence of a dodgy fire stick. <sighs> well, I've got a mate, Barry, right? He's a right, right. wanker, right? And he said I could use his dodgy fire stick login. Oh, and right. then went to log on to it yesterday. The subscription's expired, Baz. So I've messaged him. Oh, yeah. And he hasn't said that he'll... Uh, He's going to renew it or what? I mean, so have you got any advice? What, what do you think I should tell this friend? I'd probably offer your friend a bit of a contribution towards the subscription. <laughs> I would have thought it would have been a, a kind offer, you know. Uh, I mean, does your friend even know you've been watching it all day, every day for the baseball for the last year? Yeah, my friend knows. So he gave us his idea. Like, um, or, did he, or did he think he just passed it on to you for one, a one-time occurrence I don't know he very much very much knows that I've been watching it all day every day oh, uh, especially the Netflix bit down at the bottom I've been hammering that um, <laughs> now, I did tell the I informed the IT department uh, to wang this this friend 50 quid yesterday uh, to contribute towards it so I'll get I'll get the wheels in motion Baz and then we'll, uh, we'll, we'll sort that out thanks for your thank, thanks for your advice Baz that was very wise Serial's uh, joined us good evening Serial one dollar fine for some baseball chat but it was to, to, to compliment me on a winner I've picked tonight, which is good. Um, 
so yeah, if you if you are listening back or podcast platform or what have you, uh, come and join us uh, live one evening if you get a chance and say hello. Uh, Steve was asking about Aussie men uh, for Napoli because they're a different team, aren't they? But um, no, the short answer is um, because the fire sticks broke in Serial. I don't know uh, the state of Aussie men at all. Baz, do you know anything about this? I think he's due back for the second leg. I mean, I know you're trying to get past the Champions League quickly, but we haven't had a chance to talk about me because I didn't back all losers. Uh, I did take <laughs> City to win. Um, so that was a comfortable one. I did take Benfica. I got that one wrong. Napoli, I went for the over 2.5. And it was just the prices. I think, I mean, Napoli, they, they've, they've got beat at the end of the day, but I felt they were overpriced and everything, Napoli, given the, the form. Uh, I know they'd played each other recently, but I was happy to sort of expect a bit more from Napoli yesterday. So, yeah, the over 2.5 was a big price. And I think it went off about 6 to 4, 11 to 8. Uh, fell short on that one. But uh, Real Madrid, I backed Real Madrid to score two or more as well. Um, so two from four for me on the UEFA. But I think Red I, cards, uh, Sam Blaming as well, didn't me in Chilwell. Uh, and I'm, Napoli had one as well. So that's an ill-disciplined, ill-disciplined young men have cost me there, Bas. Yeah, so I'm, I'm happy with two, two from four. And I think I, I covered myself with my Monday stuff um, enough to have claimed that as a winning week for me. Uh, yeah, I think Aussie men is due back for the second leg, in which case um, it's going to be a good one, I think. And Napoli at home, having to come out and overturn that result, uh, I've got, it's got potential to be a, a, a decent game, that. Um, so, yeah, see what happens. Obviously, we'll cover that when we get to it. Uh, yes. As you see, with, with the YouTubers, we're getting some good numbers on the YouTube. It's, it is new. We're just building it up. Um, we're definitely getting more views then we've got subscribers so if you are coming and watching it it's just tick subscribe and we're getting loads more views than we're getting likes and i know there's more than six people liked it surely because <laughs> surely, you're coming back there's 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 plenty of people coming back every week and watching it so just press the little thumbs up it literally takes a second uh, and it'll make sure more people will come and uh, see that and similar with spotify and apple as usual give us the reviews the likes just to uh Keep things ticking up. It's unfortunate this week because we did get a bit of an uptick in downloads and everything like that again after having a really good weekend last weekend. It's unfortunate um, that we didn't do brilliantly. Very well. Uh, it all started so it. well on the Monday and then and then went went a bit downhill. But we are the Premier League Gambling Podcast. That's just what I was going to say. This weekend is the Premier League, so uh, give us another chance. Uh, and we'll yes. send some winners your way tonight. And if you don't like the pigs, you can stay for the dark web and camel toe chat because uh, who doesn't like any of that? Yeah, um, Premier League back this weekend. It's a good card. Um, it's tricky. Uh, there's lots of big games, but obviously we're getting down towards the last, what, eight or eight games now maybe. Some teams might have nine to play, uh, but lots at stake. So we get stuck into this once I've told you about Shady Rays kick off uh, the new year with some new sunnies. Um, Shady Rays have you covered from the sun to the slopes with premium polarised shades, customisable snow goggles and loads more. Shady Rays are an independent glasses company, offer a world-class product, durable frames and extremely clear optics for your outdoor adventures. Um, the lost and broken replacements, if you lose or break them, uh, no questions asked, Shady Rays will replace them straight away uh, so you can wear them with confidence. If you don't love them, you can exchange it for a new pair or return them for free within 30 days. There's no risk when you shop with Shady Rays. Exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is 
giving out their best deal of the year, go to shadyrays.com. Use the code SGPN for 50% off two or more pairs of polarised sunglasses. Try for yourselves the Shades rated five stars by over 200,000 people. And make sure to check out the NBA Playoff Survivor Challenge, completely free to enter, and the winner gets $250 in cash and a $100 SGPN gift card exclusively on the SGPN app. Okay, so we will go to... Uh, just checking the Man United score. I think they're still 2-0. Yeah. 2-0, half time. 2-0, half time. Yeah. Um, that might be a winner. I might, I might get a winner before the end what, of the show, yeah, Baz. That one, Malcolm? Man United to win in under four goals. Mm. Yeah, so I've got a chance. Can stay 2-0 for my liking. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and mine. Happy with that. Um, so Saturday lunchtime, twelve thirty kickoff, which is the seven thirty AM Eastern kickoff, is Aston Villa against Newcastle United. Uh, Aston Villa are thirteen to five plus two sixty. The draw is twelve to five plus two forty. Newcastle are twenty one to twenty plus one oh five. Um, this is two of the Form teams, maybe apart from Manchester City, uh, two informed teams, absolutely flying. Villa have won four in a row in six of their last seven. Newcastle have won five on the spin. Um, surprised me when I looked at this, five of Villa's wins have been to nil. Um, but I can't see them keeping Newcastle out. Uh, Unai Emery's done such a good job. Um, and for some reason, the last few months, I've not been as... There's a Villa Newcastle had this kind of little rivalry thing going. I think it was after they got their bed sheets out when we got relegated last time. Um, but I'm quite happy to see Villa kind of win a few games and encroach at the top end just because I'm sick of all the rest of them. Like, and um, they, they have been playing really, really well. Good attacking football. Um, Newcastle obviously nearly got Unai Emery as their manager. And in fact, I think offered him the job um, before Eddie Howe took it. But he's done a good job. I can't see them keeping Newcastle out. Um, I think both teams to score is a big price at four to five. Um, sorry, over two and a half is four to five and both teams to score is evens. So both of those um, are big prices. However, my pick, Baz, I'm going to take Aston Villa on the money line. Um, I think they're far too big. The prices should be much closer together, Baz. Like, they're both in great form. Newcastle are slightly higher in the table, but the fact that Villa are at home, I think, should just, it's sort of up there, and I think it should be squashed a bit closer. There should be like plus 160 each of two, that kind of thing. Um, so with Newcastle being at plus 105 um, and Villa at plus 260, 13 to 5, I think you have to take Villa. Newcastle were rubbish in the first half last week. They did fix it. Um, fair play to Eddie Howe, they made some changes, they got away with it. But they could have been 2 or 3-0 down at half-time. I think Villa will be up for it. They're, they've got a lot of momentum. They're very confident, obviously, as are Newcastle. But they've got a big home support. The crowd will be in with They'll want to beat Newcastle. And I just think they're too big at the end of the day, Baz. Yeah. So, um, I might have surprised you there, Baz, but I'm going to take Aston Villa at 13-5. Yeah, I mean, you don't have to back Aston Villa, and I'm definitely not backing Aston Villa. Um, <laughs> I didn't I'm not see you did. I, I, I've, I've just got another way to go with it. Um, as you say, I mean, they're unbeaten in seven, six wins and a draw. Um, and, and I pointed out last week, they've scored now in each of the last 17 games they're up to, not, not being shut out by anyone in 17 league games. 
Um, I, I picked up the same as you about those five clean sheets in the last seven games, but they have come against some of the least potent attacks in the league. Bournemouth, Forest, Chelsea, Palace, Everton. I reckon if you look at the attacking numbers for each of those teams, they're probably five of the six lowest scoring teams in the league. Um, and I think Newcastle are in, in similar good form. And I'd back Newcastle to score here um, as a minimum. I don't think Villa will, will get a clean sheet here. I mean, Newcastle are in similar good form. We've won five in a row. This is the third away match on the spin. Won the last two. Um, and we've scored at least two in all of those five games. Um, only one clean sheet, though. So we're, we're, we are conceding. Um, and we haven't had a clean sheet away from home in five in a row now. So I just think it was really obvious. I think that both teams to score at evens just looks a very good price for two teams that are scoring well. As I say, Villa haven't been kept out for, for a long, long time. But Newcastle have, have sort of found their attacking prowess again and, and are scoring regularly. I think both teams to score um, at around evens is a good price. So that'll be the pick for me. Both teams to score, Newcastle, Villa at even money. Okay. Um, Slick Rick agrees uh, with me. He reckons the books are sleeping on Villa a little bit. Uh, good evening, Rick. Nice to join in. Uh, next up, we go to the three o'clock kickoffs on Saturday afternoon. We will start with Chelsea against Brighton. Chelsea are 13 to 8, plus 162. The draws 12 to 5, plus 240. Brighton 17 to 10, uh, plus 170. Baz, tricky this one. Uh, well, well, uh, we'll see. Well, I've got a pick for it, uh, which I thought was fairly obvious, but you just don't know with this Chelsea team there. No win in five games for Chelsea, including the Champions League defeat last night. Uh, and as we predicted, there's been no big inspirational boost coming from the arrival of Lampard. Uh, it has been very much a so what, which is what we predicted. Um, I mean, there's no shame in the losing to Real Madrid last night, uh, but the Wolves game would have been hugely disappointing for for fans and, and, and the owners um, expecting Lampard to come in and at least get a tune out of them in that Wolves game. Um, Brighton were hugely unlucky last week to have ended uh, a seven-game unbeaten run uh, with a loss to Spurs. We talked last week about all the injustice of that and, and what have you. So really unlucky not to be on an eight-game unbeaten streak at the moment. Looking at the trends, nine of the last 11 for Chelsea have seen a clean sheet one, or, one way or the other. Uh, so the both teams to score no has come up nine of 11 Chelsea games. I'd back Brighton to score here against, I'd, I'd back them against most teams at the moment, the way they're playing, to at least get a goal. So then I think we'd be relying on, on a Brighton clean sheet for that one. And although Chelsea haven't scored in four games now, so not without a chance that one, it's not, I'm just not really wanting to go against Chelsea scoring a goal at home this week. Um and similar with the unders, 13 of the last 15 have gone under in Chelsea, under 2.5 in Chelsea games. And you can get the under at 10 to 11. But again, it's the Brighton side of it I don't like. Brighton are scoring an average of two goals a game over the last six games. And I just don't know if I like taking the unders in, in Brighton games at the moment. I can see why it might attract some people because Chelsea are so low scoring. But I think Brighton will, will score against them and I think Brighton will possibly win this. I mean, I backed Chelsea to get a positive result last week. It, it, the, the, they obviously didn't against Wolves, and I can't back them again here. So it leaves me, I'm looking at Brighton on the money line at 13-8. to eight. I think it's a decent enough price for a Brighton form who are inside 
um, in in good form, sorry. And I just think Brighton will be right up for this with the injustice of last week. They'll be right up for it all. And the other thing I, I think is, is be interesting to see if they get the odd uh, dodgy decision in their favour this week. Yeah. Um, it, you know, I, I'm not suggesting there's any kind of uh, skullduggery or corruption or anything like that. But in a referee's mind, no one is going to be want to be on the wrong end of another shit decision for Brighton um, after all the eyes on them last week. And it just could play into the minds of referees. Um, I, I looked at Brighton to get a penalty. Actually, Brighton to score a penalty and get it six to one. Um, it just wouldn't be surprised me if they, they get a little bit of the rub of the green this week. Uh, that was another thing I sort of factored in a little. But I think Brighton are worth it. In, in current form, I'd, I'd take Brighton over Chelsea at, at the odds. 13-8, to eight, Brighton to beat Chelsea for me. Um, well, I've made the same pick, Baz, Brighton to win this game. The fact was, uh, there was talk about how competitive Chelsea were against Madrid, but ultimately, they were nowhere near that level. Um, they can't score. And Frank Lampard, he's beginning to look more hapless by the day. Like He talks a right lot of bollocks. He hasn't said a single inspiring thing. I don't... This baffles me because he's probably quite an intelligent fella. And if the options of the things you've got to say, pre-plan something a bit more inspiring than what you've been coming out with. It's junk-like. So what happened with Brighton last week was I took them away at Spurs. Similar price, similar game. They were absolutely robbed, but there was nothing wrong with the process that made me pick them. I should have won. Um, therefore, all of that stands. Nothing's changed. Um leaving me with no option but to take Brighton again, 17 to 10. Um, so, yeah, Brighton to win for me. Right, next ride. up. Uh, three, what, what? Team ride. Team ride. Uh, Everton against Fulham. Everton are plus one or five, 21 to 20. Draws 12 to five, plus two, 40. Fulham are 14 to five, plus two, 80. Uh, this is the system play, Baz. We've talked about it. Everton at home, they're a dog shit team. That's it. That's all you need to know. Um, they'd be an Arsenal who aren't dog shit. They'd be Brentford. Uh, they came back against Spurs with 10 men. Um, they've been poor away from home. They can't score. They haven't really been trying away from home um, because they, they're targeting, targeting these these games that they're going to win 1-0 with a set piece or Alex Awobi's going to sklee one in um, with Shin Endel. When Fulham are on the slide, um, they were very poor against West Ham last week. I expected regression off them. I talked about it since January, but it's actually hit a little bit later than I anticipated. But now it's here. Um, and this could be full at the end of the season. Now they might not pick up many more points. Mitrovic has gone for ages as well. Um, dead easy bars. Everton, um, I wouldn't mind have been a bit of a bigger price. Like There might be some bigger prices kicking around uh, if you have a look. But yeah, 21 to 20 uh, plus 105 for Everton win for me, Baz. Yeah, I mean, I've got a very similar short brief on this one. Five defeats in a row for Fulham uh, now, and, and the wheels are definitely falling off a bit for them. And I've started looking at Everton much in the way I looked at Forest for a while in terms of home form and away form, just as you've mentioned. Um, and at home, Everton are three wins from the last five, three wins, one draw, one loss. Um, the, the, under Daesh, They've, they've lost once at home. All three of the wins they've had have been by a 1-0 scoreline. And I think they'll scrape another 1-0 win here. Um, you know, it's not going to be pretty. It never is with Everton at the moment. They do struggle to score. 
Uh, but they'll beat this Fulham side. 21-20 to 20 for Everton is the pick for me as well. So another team ride. Uh, but I wouldn't put anyone off looking at the 1-0. As I say, the three wins they've had on the dice have been by that 1-0 margin. 6-1 uh, to one, uh, plus 600 for the 1-0 as well. Well, we're all synced up so far, Baz. Um, sit up straight, Baz. It's straight in your tie, etc. Because Kramer's watching the boss. The boss is in the chat, everyone. Shit. Man's in the room. Sing the company anthem and all that. Um, uh, cracking on with the three o'clock on Saturday, Southampton will take on Crystal Palace. Southampton, nine to five, plus 180. The draw is 21 to 10, plus 210. Crystal Palace are 17 to 10, plus 170. Um, you somehow landed Palace last week. I'm still not sure what happened that bad. So I'll throw Palace back to you and you can tell us what they're going to do this week. Yeah, I've got Palace right the last two weeks, Malcolm. I put them out as me under right. last week. Um, I can't remember the price now. 13 to 5, I think, plus 260. Uh, and I'm sure I took them the week before against Leicester as well. Um, I'll probably go with them again here. Southampton without a win in five now. They're rooted to the bottom of the league. Four points from safety. And if that gap opens up anymore, I think Southampton aren't getting out of it. They're heading for the championship. In the last eight games for Southampton, they've only scored six goals and three of those come in that freak game against Spurs, which was definitely a bit of an outlier. So the other seven of those eight games, they've only managed three goals. Um, Palace aren't bad defensively. Uh, I think Southampton will, will struggle to, to get on the score sheet here. And despite our mocking of, of the Hodgson appointment for Palace, they, they have had a bit of a bounce, two wins in a row. Um, but as I said after Vieira went uh, and before that first game of Hodgson, I think those wins would have come anyway. I don't think they needed to sack Vieira. They sacked him after a tricky run of games. I, I said after the World Cup, Palace are going to struggle over the next eight to ten games. They had a horrible run of games. And that turned out to be the case. They never won a single one of them. Um, but I did say after Vieira went, things turned round. Um, they've beat Leicester, they've beat Leeds, and the next four, they've got Southampton, Forest, Everton, Wolves, West Ham after that. They had the games. They were never going to get relegated. They were always going to get away from the bottom three. I don't think they needed to make a change, but the board and the fans will be happy. They made a change, brought in Hodgson, they've won two games, and they're probably feeling a little bit safe now. Um, so I'll take them to win again. Um, I don't mind Palace. I think, for me, I've said for a few weeks, that the fixtures have turned in their favour. Back them the last two weeks, back them again. It's a good price for me, 17 to 10, plus 170. Uh, Palace on the money line. No need to insure it with draw no bet or double chance. Let's just take Palace. <laughs> oh, you're having a stand-up way this time. Well done. Um, <laughs> I knew you'd take Palace. And why wouldn't you? That's one of those things. If, they, if they're paying off for you, just keep going with it. Like um, Southampton had a free hit last week against Manchester City, didn't make anything of it, which is fair enough. Um, and I've got no idea what to make of that Palace game last week. Uh, for 44 minutes, it was second best. They were 1-0 down and never looked like scoring. Then they get a horrible goal on half-time. In the second half, Wallop, they absolutely battered him, chance after chance. And that was without Wilf as well. That was the game that I said they couldn't win. Um and Elise looked sharp. Um, Mateta came on and scored a goal. So, yeah, they've been full of goals and they've been full of attacking intent. Southampton are buggered. I think you're absolutely right. They never win, Baz. That's a huge problem, like a uh, big old problem. However, it's really hard in this league to win three games in a row unless you're one of the top four or five teams. It almost never, ever happens. Like Palace have won. I mean, they haven't. 
They've only won about seven all season. Is this your moment, Malcolm? Is this the moment this week where you tell me something definitely can't happen? Um, well, Palace got win, Baz. Because uh, <laughs> they got the... <laughs> the listeners know, Malcolm. That's the cue. Now, I wasn't actually going to say that. As soon you've... as Malcolm gives out a 100% guarantee, we all know what to do. You've egged me on into saying that, Baz, because that's not actually what I was going to say at all. So I tell you, I retract that remark. Um, however, this is going to be a draw. It's going to finish one all at 21 to 10, uh, plus 210. Um, Southampton have been a bit, they're quite funky at home. Uh, they're scrappy. They got a draw against Tottenham last time. And like I say, three games in a row to win, man. It's a big ask that uh, for Palace because regardless of how much, uh, how well they played, they're still not a very good team. So yeah, I'll happily take the draw. Um, I will move on and tell you about um, one of our favourite sponsors here on the Premier League Gambling Podcast. Uh, can you tell I'm filling till this page loads up? That's, uh, it's all the way down here. That's a problem. It's all been condensed down the bottom of the page. Right, here the we go. He's listening. Uh, I'll do it. He might have gone now. We're down to where... We're down to one, so we'll have to see. Um, but anyway, if it is Ryan, Ryan, listen to this about underdog fantasy. It's fascinating. Um, underdog fantasy is a great place to get down on fantasy and player props all year long. Underdog fantasy has your favourite NBA, NHL and MLB daily games. Plus, they're already doing best ball drafts for the 2023 NFL season. Head to underdogfantasy.com. Use the promo code SGPN for a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. That's underdogfantasy.com. Promo code SGPN. Uh, next up, still at three o'clock, is Tottenham against Bournemouth. Uh, Tottenham are nine to twenty, minus two twenty-two. The draw is at seventy-two plus three fifty. And Bournemouth are thirteen to two plus six fifty. This is the kind of game that Spurs will be terrible and win 2-0 um, with a penalty. That's what I've wrote here. However, uh, I'm then going to walk all of that back and bet something else. Um, they should be three without the win after draws against Everton and Southampton. Two bad results. And then were second best last week. But, as we've already talked about, um, were gifted a win by the officials. Bournemouth have won three and lost three of their last six more than giving themselves a chance uh, to stop up. Um, Bournemouth nearly pulled it off against Arsenal a few week, uh, weeks ago. They were 2-0 up, got ruled over 3-2 late doors. Uh, they won at Leicester. And this is about time Spurs got their comeuppance. Like, they're still not very good. I'm not buying it. Um, I'm going to take Bournemouth, Baz, 13-2 plus 650. Bold. I like it. Bold. Um, yeah, baby. I- yeah, I, I thought initially same as you. So Spurs home forms all right. They do get a couple of goals on on in the home games, but it's it's just hard to back Spurs at the moment. Um, so I'd looked. I mean, my initial thought was the over two point five. I looked particularly the the Spurs form lately: two one, one one, three three, three one in the last four games. Both teams to score has hit every one of them. Um, and the over two point five has hit three out of the four. Uh, they're not keeping clean sheets. But they are scoring, still scoring plenty of goals. They've scored nine in those last four games. Um, so I think goals was where I was going to go. The over 2.5 was a bit short, four to six. This show is not for putting out four to six one of the picks, are we? We're, we're trying to keep nah. it a bit higher than that. So I've went with both teams to score. Um, okay. And as I say, I think Bournemouth are, are you know, give, giving a bit of a fight 
in these in these recent games. Spurs low on confidence. The last four games have all hit the both teams to score for Spurs. And Bournemouth have only been shut out, I think, twice in the last nine games. So they are scoring often enough. I'll take them to, to get on the score sheet here and take the both teams to score at four to five, minus one twenty-five. So that's a pick for me. Spurs v Bournemouth, both teams to score at four to five. Okay, I like that, Baz. Uh, the final three cook kickoff is Wolves against Brentford. Wolves are fourteen to nine plus one fifty-five. Um, that's correct. Yeah, the draw is twenty-one to ten, and Brentford are out there at two to one. Uh, Baz, Wolves, it's landed on you. Um, yes. You've got your system play. Here we go. System Come on, Baz. Play. He loves we it. Go. Right, we've got Wolves at home. What did they do <laughs> last time at home, Malcolm? One. So what happens this time? Lose. Lose. Simple. Hey, so, there we go. Next. It's, 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 the more you look at this form, it's ridiculous. A good a good 1-0 win against Chelsea last week, um, which broke a three-game winless streak for them. I'm, I'm still not convinced by this world side. I never have been, really. Um, I mean, the struggle to beat Forrest... The, the fail to beat Forest, fail to beat Leeds, um, and then go and beat Chelsea and, and then go and beat Spurs. And so I've mentioned before about this whole home form. Uh, how many are we up to now, Malcolm? I've lost count. Wolves at home, they win one, they lose one. Win, lose. 13, win. you told me. 13 in a row now. I think that's right. I think yeah. that's what I had in, written down. Um, I'm not looking at my notes at the moment. Um, 13 in a row, Wolves home games have gone win, lose, win, lose, win, lose. So, yeah, they did win against Chelsea. They're back at home this week. The obvious play is the lose. It's bizarre when you see that in amongst that run of form, in the last five, they beat Chelsea, Spurs and Liverpool at home. And then they lost the home games to Leeds and Bournemouth. Yep. So, so they're winning the games where you think... The, the, you know, at home you'll you fancy them to win. Uh, so you'd fancy them to get beat because they're playing decent side. And then the games where you think they should should be winning, um, it goes the opposite way. So I'm I'm going to stick with it because I think I point this form out every single time Wolves are at home, and every time I fade it and go the opposite way because I think oh they're playing Chelsea, Chelsea will get something here. Oh they're playing Spurs, I took Spurs. Uh, I can't do it anymore. And Brentford are good enough for me. Um, despite the fact it's no winning four for Brentford, uh, they have had a tough run. They played Newcastle, Man United and Brighton in the last three. I actually thought Brighton played, Brentford sorry, played really well against us for, for 45 minutes last week. Um, they played a very similar style to Newcastle, high intensity, pressing high up the field. Knocked Newcastle off their stride a little bit. And I, I like Brentford to uh, bounce back here. Yeah. And as I say, having faded this Wolves home trend for f- far too long, I'm going to stick with it here. Brentford to win, 21-10, plus 2-10. That's the pick for me. Brent- Brentford will win this one at a decent price, just over 2-1. to one. Well, I had made a different pick, Baz. However, if you can see, this is my note and this is my pen. Scribbling all that out is what I'm doing, Baz. Um, and I'm going to play the system at 2-1. to one. Um yeah, of course. Why the hell wouldn't we? Um, and you're right, Brentford did do okay against us last week. Um, so, yeah, let's just go for it. Brentford at 2-1. Um, I kicked my slippers off a couple of minutes ago uh, in a fit of peak. And now, that's what I was just... If you're wondering why I was looked like I was uh, being attacked under the table by a small family of otters or something, I was actually reaching for my slippers because my feet went a bit chilly there. But, um, 5.30... Uh, tea time kickoff, crumpets, uh, tea cakes, and that. Um, Twelve thirty Eastern time uh, between Manchester City and Leicester City. 
Manchester City are four to twenty-five minus six twenty-five. Um, the draw is plus seven fifty, which is fifteen to two. Leicester City are twelve to one. Actually, Leicester City have pushed out fourteen to one uh, since I handicapped this this afternoon. Um, so, same old stuff applies. Manchester City, Man City are absolutely flames at the minute. I made the par result here. Like the standard result, 4-0. Um, you don't have to add anything to Man City. The only thing you you could caveat Man City on here is, will they make a few changes um, with the second leg at Munich coming up? Um, but even if they do, like what difference does it make really? All right, you put Alvarez for Haaland in, but then Mares will probably get a game. But it doesn't really stop them going out and turning any other Premier League team over. Leicester City have appointed Dean Smith. Um, <laughs> pudding. Yeah, you see, there you go. That's the reaction that that deserves, Baz. Um, the first word I've written down is pudding. Like, what an underwhelming, dour, boring appointment. I mean, what's, what is that meant to achieve? What's he done in the past, Baz, to make you think that he's going to garner any response out of these young men? He's taken John Terry with him. He was a thoroughly unpleasant person. And then Craig Shakespeare. What do you know? What Craig Shakespeare is famous for, Baz? No. And you not notice writing, this now? Not for writing books. No, no, that's uh, Bill. Yeah. It? But Craig Shakespeare yeah. always has a ball under each arm, like but right up here. You like not here, up here, like that. Yeah. You see him from now. You'll see it all the time now, Baz. Now I pointed it out. He'll be on the training pitch. And he's got a ball under each arm, right up there. No idea why. Uh, so, but I just thought, what an awful, horrible appointment. Like, it did make me laugh, just the response that you had, just the response I had. Uh, so Man City might ease off, but I don't think it matters here. Um, Manchester City minus two and a half goals um, is 21 to 10, plus 110. Have I got that right? Uh, I think yeah, I think that's about right. Um, no, 11 to, no, it's 11, it's not 21 to 10. That, yeah. Sorry, 11 to 10. Plus one ten. Um, like I said, I think four nil is part of the course. Um, if Leicester get one, we can take. We can go four one. But yeah, Man City to win uh, by three or four, even more. I just don't get Leicester. They, they've, they were in a bad position, and they, I think they've made it worse. Um, that result last week against Bournemouth is an absolute minger. Yeah, so give me Man City minus two and a half goals, eleven to ten, Baz. I had a feeling you'd go for that, to be honest. I, I did look. Yeah. At, at it's difficult time. because there's not many ways you can go, is there? Yeah, we're, we're, we're all looking in the same pool of bets on every week with City at the moment in their current form where they've what, won nine in a row now. Um, I mean, my go-to bet for City of late has just been taking them to score three or more goals in a game. Um, they scored three or more in each of their last five games, but the bookies are on to it. Looked at it I mean, straight away. That was the thing that, and for every game this week, what I did actually, normally I sort of have a look at everything, make me notes, and then, then come up with a pick. This week I've done it the other way around. I looked at every bet, every game, and just went with my instinct, what do I think? And, and sort of wrote down a bet for every game, and then went back, looked at the odds, uh, and seen if I had to strike it out. So on this one, I put City over two and a half, looked at the odds and thought, we can't, can't be playing that on this show. Eight to 13 for City to score three or more. It's very short this week. But it's no surprise. I mean, they've scored 24 in the last five games. Leicester haven't kept a clean sheet in the league now since before the World Cup. 
Um, and it doesn't look to be getting any better for them here. Nine without a win now in all competitions for, for them. Eight losses in those nine games as well. So just the one point. Well, I mean, that includes some cup cup games, a defeat against Blackburn, for example. Um, so same as you, I, I looked at the handicap and thought, well, we're going to have to go with minus 2.5 if you want to take the handicap. So I did look at that. Uh, but I decided to go the other way. I went with match goals. So where I'd normally take City to score three or more, um, rather than go City scoring four, I thought I'll just go over 3.5 in the match. It's a 10 to 11. I mean, blessed I might get on the score sheet and contribute, but even if they don't, I think City can easily hit the four goals themselves in their current form. Um, I mean, even Chelsea put three past this Leicester team. I don't think they've scored a goal since Chelsea. Um, five of the last eight league games for City have seen at least four goals. That's good enough for me at around even money. Uh, so yeah, City v Leicester over three point five goals at ten to eleven for me. Okie doke. Um, Slick Rick's telling us there's been quite a lot of line movement. You reckon's on that price was? Um, I think he's saying one. there will be some line movement. Any he? he's saying it was. He's saying it by Saturday it'll be shorter, won't it? Yeah, but if it was one thirty-five yesterday and it's what plus one ten now, something like that. So, um, it's heading that direction. All oh, right, um, oh, you're saying it's plus one ten now. Sorry, I. Yeah. Um, Sunday, two o'clock kickoff. West Ham against Arsenal. West Ham five to one. The draw sixteen to five plus three twenty. Arsenal are eleven to twenty minus one eighty one. Uh, Baz, Arsenal here in the footsteps of Man City. Can they get a win on Sunday? Possibly. Um, I, I backed West Ham last week when they couldn't possibly win, um, and they did win. At a decent price, six to four. I'd, I would, if you came up with that quote this week, I'd, I'd agree. I don't think West Ham can win this week. I won't be backing them here. Um, it's two wins in the last three, uh, but they have come against Fulham and Southampton, two of the sort of least informed sides in the league. In games against top six sides recently, West Ham they failed to beat Newcastle twice, failed to beat Man United, Spurs, Brighton, all quite recently, uh, and I'm not giving them a chance here. I mean, also. We'll obviously be disappointed um, that they didn't see out the game with Liverpool having gone two up early on. Uh, but I'll take my bounce back. Playing really good attacking football uh, for, for a long time now. Um, I don't think there should be too down about the draw at Anfield. Not many teams are going to Anfield and getting anything this season. Um, I think they'll get back in the goals. They've scored at least two goals in the last six league games. And in five of the last six, they've also they've, they've scored three or more. Um same same as the Man City one though my, my initial thought here uh, with Arsenal being away was that I might get a decent price about Arsenal to score two or more uh, that was probably a little bit naive again it's a bit short at 8 to 13 um, and much in the same way as, as the price for City to score three or more was too short um, where I went for the over 3.5 there I'm going to do this, a similar thing here I'm going to go for over 2.5 match goals at 4 to 5 um, with the same thing in mind, West Ham might contribute a goal, um, but if they don't, I'd be fairly confident Arsenal can go and hit the three themselves, given that they've done that in five of the last six. Um, I mean, six in a row, Arsenal games now have gone over 2.5 and eight of the last nine. So I think four to five is a very fair price. Um, and as I say, I'm not too worried. If West Ham can't contribute, I feel confident enough that Arsenal can do the job for me anyway. So... That's the play. West Ham v Arsenal over 2.5 match goals at 4 to 5. 
Um, we'll have to do that thing, Baz, where I've, like on Countdown, if you've got the same answer as the other bloke, you have to lean, lean across the desk and show him because I've got the exact same pick here, so I don't need to double up on anything you said. Um, for all the same reasons, um, the 3 nils in play. West Ham look quite dangerous against us, against Newcastle in parts. Uh, so could get a goal, but if they don't, I think Arsenal could get three. The only thing I disagree with, Baz, I, I think Arsenal should absolutely be kicking themselves after blobbing a 2-0 lead last week. They were 2-0 up and in complete and utter control. If you want to win a championship, go and do it, man. Honestly, I thought that was a terrible deal. I think they might drop their ass. I very, very nearly, until I started looking at it, I came into this game wanting to pick West Ham. And then I got away from, I looked at, I had a word with myself, looked at the numbers and got away and came down on this pick. But I think Arsenal should absolutely be kicking themselves having blobbed that last week. Uh, I thought that was appalling. Next up uh, is the Sunday afternoon game, 4.30 kickoff, 11.30 Eastern time. Nottingham Forest against Manchester United. Nottingham Forest 5-1. to one. The draw 3-1. to one. Manchester United 11-18, to 18, minus 175. Um, a bit boring this really the handicap I think Forrest have absolutely lost it um, their unhinged transfer policy has caught up with them um, I'm not yeah I don't know what you can make of Forrest you, you've pointed this out quite a while ago Baz that they were on the slippery slope we did mention in our last Sunday's show that John Joe's been getting pelled as um, Brennan Johnson was getting stick off the fans his dad was over there sticking up for him um, just a bit weird but yeah I think they fucked it um, this Man United tonight are still what's the score still 2-0 67 minutes so uh, might be on for a for a winner but it's going to be a slow burner this because they'll make a few changes Casemiro will be back out um, Rashford's missing they instantly got better tonight scoring two early goals in the absence of Rashford holding them back Um I really upset a 10-year-old kid at that wedding on Tuesday. Um, his dad was a Newcastle fan. His kid was a Man United fan. That tells you everything you need to know about the family, exactly. So I told this kid, Rashford, was shit. Uh, I thought he was going to cry. Kid was about 10 years old. He had a proper <laughs> wobbly lip on, like. Uh, so that made us laugh. Um, yeah, slow burn. Man United will win. Um, price is too short for me to give out. It'll probably be 2-0, but they won't and can't run the score up. So I'm going to take this exact same bet that is 22 minutes away from cashing for me tonight. Manchester United and under four goals is 11 to 8 plus 137, Buzz. Yeah, I don't mind that. Um, yeah, I, I agree. I mean, I, I've wrote down here, I think Forrest are toast. They're, they're done. Stick a fork in them. They are done. <laughs> um, nine without a win, six losses, three draws. Um They've been managing to chip in with a goal in plenty of games. Um, they've only been shut out once in the last six. Um, but for me, why they are done is because they're just coming out of a really good run of games um, and they haven't managed to pick a, game, a win up from anyone. I mean, Villa, decent side, but before that, um, they had leads away. Wolves and Newcastle at home. The home form had been keeping them going and, and that's fell away. Um, the field had been Everton, West Ham... Fulham, you know, a decent run of games there where there's, there's plenty of ones where if they were going to stay up, you've got to win some of those and they haven't. Uh, and now the fixtures turn for them. They've got Man United this week, followed by Liverpool, Brighton and Brentford in the next four. And in current form, I can't see them winning any of those. Um, I mean, 
what's what's the Liverpool? I'm trying to think. Are they playing Liverpool? They're at Anfield as well against Liverpool. If they're at home, they might have got something against Liverpool, but they, they they've already played them at home and beat them this season, haven't they? Um, Jay, I think the the garbage. They're going to struggle from here on in, and they're going to get relegated. That'll please the locals around my way. Um, <laughs> Putting your windows too, Baz. To be fair, I know a few of my uh, my local Nottinghamshire friends who do occasionally listen to the show, uh, and I think all of them are not county fans. So oh, okay, they'll be, they'll be fine with it. Um, I think for for me, I look at the performance against Everton last night for Man United um, last week. Sorry, where they they won two 0 but could have easily been more. And that gives me a bit more confidence in back them where lately both of us have said we've, we've felt a little bit sort of unable to back them in things like handicaps and team goals and stuff like that. Um, the Everton game was a good performance. And look, as Forest form, they've conceded at least two in five of the last six games. So that was my first thought, was Man United to score two or more. Again, I've wrote all of these picks down before looking at any of the prices. Uh, and again, it's a good system, bad. It's four to six. Um, I can't see anything but a Man United win here. So the play for me was the Asian handicap, where I can get plus 110, 11 to 10, for Man United minus one. Um, and I think they'll win by two or more, even without Rashford. If you look, this, these teams have played each other three times this season because they had a semi-final in the League Cup two legs. Uh, so they've played three times this season. The results, 2-0, 3-0, 3-0. Um, I'm happy for it to be the same again. Asian handicap, Man United minus one. So if Man United need to win by two or more, if they win by one only, we get a push. Um, Man United on the handicap. Minus one, 11 to 10. Okay. Captain uh, Sienos. Cow. Joined in a chair. Is that a oh, there you go? Is that a big cow yeah. behind you, Buzz? Yeah, we call it the nosy cow because it's, it's ah, okay. very inquisitive. Helen, Helen, my other half, um, done this. It's a is it a painting? It's not a painting, it's like a pastel drawing. Is it one of those uh, things where they go out and drink loads of prosecco and paint stuff? No, I should just uh, should just like sitting in the house and draw ah, okay. and painting and stuff. So it was just a little bit of a. Uh, oh, all the women around here are very fond of that. They go to these painting right. classes, like they go to the pub and get lashed up and come home with some dog shit picture that you're meant to be impressed with. Um, sounds like a cover story for. <laughs> sounds like a cover story for having an affair. Oh, that's Manigan. netball. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, shit. Monday night. Um, what a weird game this is. Eight o'clock kickoff on Monday, 3 pm. Uh, Leeds against Liverpool. Leeds are Burlington Bertie, 130 plus 333. The draw is 16 to 5 plus 320. Liverpool 13 to 18 minus 138. Baz, any idea on this? No, I'm going to hand over to you on this one because uh, I haven't got any notes for it. I thought initially we would cover this on the Sunday night show with a big ah, okay. game. Um, so I left it out. Um, so give me a minute. You crack on and I'll tell you. I have actually, funnily enough, my parlay for this week includes the Liverpool game. So I have picked some. Yeah, so, so you have got a pick then. Well, just yeah. tell us about that. It's it's not an, an outright pick though. Okay. The problem I've got with this is the, the first thing I've written down is can't bet Liverpool. However, yeah. the second thing I've written down is can't bet Leeds. So that then instantly presented a bit of a problem, Baz. Um, I've no idea what Leeds are up to. I've never had any idea. No one's got any idea what Leeds are up to. Uh, Leeds don't know what Leeds are up to. Last week was 
uh, an example in their weirdness. Liverpool, um, again, just they throw your hands up in the air like they were, they were 2 0 down in poor last week. They then came back against Arsenal, played okay. Um, we keep saying we the, the home wins give you a little bit of hope, and then they go away from home and that dog shit again. Um, so I completely nutly copped out of this, Baz, and I went to the cards market because these two traditionally don't like each other. Uh, there's a little geographical rivalry there. They just jump over the uh, over the Pennines, a little half an hour over the hills. Um, Monday night, under the lights, Leeds will be scrapping for everything. The card line is three and a half, which I was delighted to see, but then it's juiced heavily, um, which I wasn't delighted to see. It's 11 to 18 over the three and a half. However... I'm going to crack out the ladder, Baz. We can go up there. Four cards exactly is even money, plus 100. So we get a push on four. I did like both teams to get two cards each at five to four. That's plus 120. But let's just get up that card. And we get five, six, seven cards. Um, and, we, and we'll cash that all the way up to the top. Just a good Monday night scrap. We'll watch some kicks out of each other. Give me the cards, Baz. Is that long enough for you to make a, make a better pick? I've, I've got a pick, yeah. I'm, I'm in. Go on, then. I'm in here. Hit um me. Whilst uh, we're looking at that, Slick Rick's chucking his team total poorly out. He's not far off where I've gone with mine at the end of the show. <laughs> so we'll, we'll come to that in a little bit. Um, I'll tell you what I'm going to do here, Malcolm. I looked at, I, again, I had made a selection, but they were too short. Looked at over 2.5 goals. That was four to seven. Um, and I looked at the both teams to score, which was also a four to seven. I'm looking now, actually, I think both of those have, have come in a little bit. Um, so... What I'm going to do is look at the first half bets. And I'm going to go for first half goals over 1.5 at 5 to 4 plus 125. So okay. not Liverpool goals or team team goals or anything. Um, looking at the Leeds, the, I mean, recent scores for Leeds. This is their last five games. 5-1, 2-1, 4-1, 4-2, 2-2. Three of those five, there was two goals in the first half. Um Leeds Crystal Palace, two goals. Leeds Forest, there was three first half goals. And the Arsenal game didn't come in. Um, but they also had Leeds v Brighton, where there was two goals in the first half. So it's coming up often enough there. Um, and similar, Liverpool, obviously, last week against Arsenal. There was a couple in the first half. Um, the Man City game, that came in as well. I think first half goals. I think there will be goals in here, but it's difficult Um the the 2.5 or the both teams to score look obvious players and they're just a bit too short so I'm I'm just going to chance it a little bit on this first half being a little bit open a little bit lively so yeah the pick for me Leeds v Liverpool two or more first half goals at 5-4 plus 125 okey-doke right then a couple of minutes left Baz to throw out uh, our exotic stuff right what's the situation with these locks because we put one out by accident last week Moon after then had a whinge about it in the Discord channel I think um, and I've, I've picked one, so I'm going to throw it out. My lock, Baz, is the over two and a half goals in the West Ham Arsenal game. I like that a lot. Um, for my dog, I've got two here. Um, one's a bit more sensible and one's a little bit more mad. Actually, Captain Zeno was talking about one. Um, Aston Villa at 13 to 5 to beat Newcastle. They're just, it's too big a price. Um, this could easily go any of three ways. However, Villa are too big a price uh, for for the for the home win with those three outcomes. And Bournemouth at thirteen to two plus six fifty 
to turn Tottenham over. If you want to double them to work, 25 to 1. Um, my parley is right off the ladies' menu, Baz. This is pathetic. It barely counts as a parley. It's Manchester United to win. Um, Arsenal team total over one and a half and over three and a half cards in that Leeds Liverpool game. That comes out at um, just over 3.2 to one, uh, plus 321. So it's not very flashy at all. And my goal scorer, I'm going to go back to the Arsenal. Um, Martinelli was great in the first half last week. Uh, the presence of Gabriel Jesus just opens stuff up a little bit more for Martinelli. Um, he looks really sharp. He's two to one to score at any time um, away at West Ham. So they're going to be my four players. Baz? Yeah, he's two to one because Trossard's going to start this week. Yeah, so maybe. Check your, check your team news before that one. Um, my poll is very similar. A little bit off the ladies' menu this week. Um, but we'll come to that in a second. So if we are going locks, which we might as well, because we put our lock out last week and we both hit them. Um, just a reminder, I hit me lock, me underdog, me treble and me scorer last week. So let's see where we go this week. Man City versus Leicester. Over 3.5 goals is my lock at 10 to 11. The underdog is uh, Brentford at 21 to 10. Um, so Brentford to beat Wolves away, uh, plus 210. And the anytime scorer for me, I'm going to go with Ivan Tony again because I fancy Brentford in that game. Uh, so I'll take Tony to score anytime. He's also. It's about the eighth time you've taken Ivan Tony. You pick him every week. He's, he's hit a few times, though, hasn't he? Well, I didn't well, last week. I, I, I if I had picked him last week, it would have hit again. Why don't uh, you marry him? If a player scores more than one every other game, then I'll take him at two to one. Uh, all right. Um, and that's what he generally does at the moment. So, yeah, no problem with that. You can, you do you, and I'll do me. <laughs> right? um, so, yeah, Tony, Tony anytime scorer, uh, just over two to one. Brentford's the underdog, 21 to 10. Man City Leicester is the lock uh, over 3.5 in that game at 10 to 11. And finishing off with a parlay Liverpool, Arsenal, and Man United all to score two or more. Uh, it comes in around 7 to 2. So, very similar price to yours. Mm. Um, a little shorter than I'd usually go for. I mean, we hit a, hit a seven and a half to one last week, uh, but it just looks fairly safe. I, I mean, nothing's safe when Liverpool are away from home, is it? Let's be honest. Uh, but Arsenal and Man United, I'd be very surprised if they can't hit a couple. Uh, so then I'm leaning on Liverpool in the Monday night game. Yeah, so it gets you a Monday night sweat, Baz, doesn't it, if we've nothing got, else? We've got a, that's a three-day parlay for you there as well. We've got the Saturday, Sunday, Monday covered. Um, I do like the sound of the, the, the regular feature being called the three-day parlay because it rhymes and it's good to see in our accent as well. It's... Uh, uh, so just uh, on, on the subject of Paul is, as I say, Slick Rick did put his out a little bit earlier and he's gone team totals. Um, he, he got on mine last week, so he was a success there. Uh, he's gone Man United and Arsenal over one and a half, same as me, but he's gone with City to score three or more as his third play, where I've gone Liverpool to score two or more. Um, but as always, oh. good to see some uh, interaction and people putting their picks in there. Um, I had this on uh, TikTok. I put it. I put. Um, I put some picks out the other week. I can't remember what the games were, and someone replied before the game saying, "You're an idiot. Um, you've, already, you've already lost." It wasn't me, Buzz. It said something like, "You've already lost." So I replied quite nicely, saying, "Which ones do you think lose?" Uh, question mark. And he didn't reply until the 85th minute. 
when out of the four picks, he highlighted the reasons why two of them wouldn't win. So I had two I had two winners out of four. And he yeah. replied with five minutes to go in the game and said, well, you should never have backed this because blah, blah, blah. And yeah. I just, I just fucking blocked him straight. I thought, I'm not getting into this. Either. You should have I challenged him to put one out like pre-game next I week. I give him every than... opportunity. Yeah, I give him every yeah, opportunity true. pre-game to say, what don't you fancy? Because that's fine. I don't mind people not liking yeah, it. Yeah, of course, that's, yeah. That's, that's fine. That's what it's all about. I'm not, I'm not claiming everything hits. Uh, but it's always, you know, if you're going to try and tell me the shit, then at least tell me why and what you would go for. Yeah. Uh, don't start coming back 95 minutes into a game saying I told you so. <laughs> you haven't been prepared to nail your colours to any mask. So, yeah, that was funny. Uh, I need to learn that TikTok. I need to learn to, like, you've got to be a bit thick-skinned because there's loads of people that just want to come out and pan you for anything. Like, um, So, yeah, just... Yeah, well, Basley, the amount of MLB show reviews that are getting um, that are panning <laughs> the bloke with the accent at the minute. Bloke with um, the accent, the bloke from London. Yeah, uh, someone knocked a star off because of my accent the other day. So don't worry about it, Baz. The, uh, yeah. the, the the skin gets thicker uh, as you go. So um, okay, solid hour and five minutes, Baz. Um, if you are interested in the baseball, um, I'll be back on air in seventeen minutes. Um, full of winners as well. Um, well, full of winners, you know, the odd winner. Um, thanks, everyone, for listening, though. Um, good luck with all your picks this weekend. We'll be back on Sunday night, I reckon, Baz. Yeah. Uh, usual time, possibly 8.30 um, to go through all the games, and then we've got loads of stuff going on next week. So uh, look forward to that, Baz. Any final words? No, nothing. Just the same thing. If you're listening and you've enjoyed it, do give us a like, rate, review, Spotify, Apple, wherever you've got your podcast. And if you're on YouTube, just subscribe. And press the thumbs up. It'll take you about five seconds to do so, and it will be greatly appreciated. Okay. Uh, you get back to your camel tour videos. Good luck with all your bets. We'll see you down the road. Cheers. 